Hey guys, welcome to our podcast where we watch all of the movies in the MCU individually and come together on a video chat to discuss it and review it. My name is Rob. Rinaldi. Elise. And I'm Fergie. This episode, we are going to talk about The Incredible Hulk. Bruce Banner becomes the Hulk as an unwitting pawn in a military experiment to resurrect the super soldier program through gamma radiation. On the run, he attempts to cure himself of the Hulk before he's captured by General Ross. But his worst fears are realized when power-hungry soldier Emil Blonsky, who works for Ross, becomes a similar but more dangerous creature. I gotta ask Rinaldi, were you doing an accent? No. Oh, <laughs> no, no accent. I no, definitely... Oh, I see. Like a news anchor. Got you. Okay. I totally heard an accent somewhere in there. I mean, you know, it wasn't as popping because the movie was a little flat. But I had fun. Yeah. That's the whole point that we're having fun doing it. Yeah. So, I have a review here about The Incredible Hulk from 2008. Um... So this is a review on Slate.com um, by um, this Dana Stevens. And in this article, she actually reviews both, I guess, um, The Happening also came out that year, but we're going to skip over that. And so I will read just a little excerpt that she wrote here, if I can find it. Okay, so she says, why remake a crappy movie five years later? if it's only going to be marginally less crappy. The recent publicity over Ed Norton's rumored clashes with Marvel over the final cut and his official statement to Entertainment Weekly assuring fans that the resulting movie was totally not going to blow have only raised, in parentheses, or lowered expectations even further. So it's a shame that the movie decided to split the difference by turning out incredibly colossally okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dang. He had nothing good to say. <laughs> what did you think when you read it, Elise? Uh, you know what? I can't, I can't argue with her, really. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I, I I was really trying, so I watched it last night, trying to really figure out what my issue was with it, and honestly, the the part that messed me up the most was really, it was, it was Edward Norton and Liv Tyler together, in those scenes together, it just was like, nah, I think that was really what, like, killed it for me. Um, the last, the fighting scene at the end, I, I could tolerate it. It was fine. But I just feel like they were supposed to be, you know, like Banner and Ross were supposed to be like, oh my gosh, lovers. It's like, uh, are, are y'all really in love with each other? Or did somebody force you into this? I can't really. Mm. And We're going to talk more about that later. Yeah, but that's really, that's the bulk of my issue. I think there were just other story things. I don't know. Something about the progression ain't right. But I can't put my finger on it. So yeah. Elise so you, wrote you this agree, review. You agree with the reviewer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, the review I found was from the New York Times by A.O. Scott. The new movie about Dr. Bruce Banner is called The Incredible Hulk. But let's not get carried away. The Adequate Hulk would have been a more suitable title. Shock. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so we heard a little bit of what other people said. Um, what do you guys think? We watched this movie yesterday. We watched it before, but, you know, with now with, you know. B minus. We watched it yesterday. Yeah, I would give it the same grade, B minus. What do you guys think? I feel it's hard because I feel like Yikes. the first half of the movie is better than the second. Mm-hmm. Like the first half of the movie, I want to give it a B plus. The second half of the movie is a D plus. So I guess that's a C plus. Yeah, I'll give yeah, it a C plus. Hmm. Yikes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, there okay, so we're gonna have fun with this one. Let but but before what um what what was good about the movie? Let, let's talk about yeah, that. What I, what worked? What do we feel like was really you know that we felt I, that was good? Man, with this movie? I'm leaning mm-hmm. towards like work? mid C C minus. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. He was really know. You know what? Let's say C. We'll, 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 yeah. I'll be nice. <laughs> Blood hungry. Okay, yeah, he was he was about it. Now, but like, which villain specifically? Because I feel like that there was at least like there were two. We're oh, talking about the the, sol- the soldier that tried to fight the him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was thirsty. <laughs> yeah, the villain. He was, yeah, um, I liked his ambition. Like he really wanted. He didn't want to be afraid of the Hulk. Hmm. He wanted to let the Hulk know that this is I'm the one person that you're that's not afraid of you. Hmm. Yeah, he was even like when Bruce was struggling. Yeah, we're or, talking about Bruce. Not struggling. He already did the the antidote thing, um, and <laughs> I don't know. I, I missed what happened exactly, but basically, uh, you know, the soldier was in Banner's face while Banner was like getting unconscious. And he wanted Hulk, the soldier wanted Hulk to come out. Like, he wanted Hulk. It's yeah. like he has something to prove. So it's like, he he was bloodthirsty. He he did not care. He did not care that the Hulk was dangerous. In fact, that fueled something in him. But they don't really explain why. Yeah, no, no flashbacks for this character, unfortunately. That's true. They don't really explain why. Like, they have this little dialogue, right, um, with him and Agent or General Ross. And uh, something about, like, him being, like, 39 years old and wishing that he was younger or something like that. Yeah. It's weird back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it doesn't really explain much to, like, why he is the way he mm-hmm. is or why he was just so aggressive with going after the Hulk. Even before he yeah, became 
the big monster that he became, he was like toe to toe with the Hulk and he stood in front of him and he was not afraid. Yeah, I think that was the issue with not just his character, but just others that was just kind of like, it's almost like you're thrown into the middle of things and you're just like, wait a minute, how did this start? What, like what's going on? So it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the, the movie was just an event and you needed some context mm-hmm. and it really was kind of black. Yeah, it didn't really have um, yeah. a whole lot of explaining. They kind of wanted to just do the movie. I have a question though. Um, it is there a Hulk origin story out there? Is that like the previous films or like what what is the origin story? So they that was a debate. Edward Edward Norton was debating with the director over how to approach it because there was a movie that came out five years before. Mm-hmm. That was an origin story, mm-hmm. and I guess Edward Storton wanted to like do his own origin story with his own version of the character, but like the director was like, "No, because the fans already saw the previous Hulk, so let's just start in the middle." But then Edward Norton was saying, "How can you have a movie where people aren't like aren't connected to what's going on by starting in the middle?" And that led to a lot of issues when they were filming the movie. And then that led to Mark Ruffalo, because Edward Norton was really frustrated with this movie. Hmm. It shows in his acting. (laughs) Yeah. It it stinks, because I think Ed Norton is a great actor, but for some reason, it just didn't come through in this project at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. Outside of the beginning, because I think in the beginning, when he was a fugitive... He was actually really good. But then once he linked up with Betty, <laughs> the acting quality fell off. So I'm kind of with at least, like, the relationship didn't work. Yeah, I think that's so frustrating, too, because I love I love both Liv Tyler and Ed Norton as um, actors. But them together in this movie, it just wasn't what it could be, which is annoying. But it's, it's hard for me to separate that because I love them so much. I I was generous with my B minus rating. It was entertaining though, I guess, uh, if anything. It's tough because sometimes, you know, the expression is you don't bat a thousand. Sometimes you strike out, even if you're great. Hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, were, called it. were you? Were you waiting for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> One of you were waiting for that. Anyway, I think um, it's one of those. It's, I think it's a movie where there are pockets of excellence mixed in with mediocrity. That's it. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, there were definitely Hopefully. pockets Hopefully. of excellence. I like the intro scene where um, he's at the factory and he's fixing that little device and he pricks his finger and like you see that blood like fall and tumble into um, the other assembly lines and he's like rushing to clean it up. I thought that was very interesting. Mm. And then he misses the whole thing because it ends up in a bottle anyways. 
You know, for for a very intelligent man who is a scientist and all of that stuff, he misses a lot of that stuff in this movie. Yeah. There are points where he's like standing by windows and I'm like, aren't you trying to hide? Right. (laughs) Maybe he was emotional about being away from America for so long. Because he's in Brazil for like a long time. Don't make excuses for him. But can we also talk about how he walked from Brazil to Guatemala to the U.S.? I thought I was like, "What?" That man walked. I think he snuck on a boat. Then he sneak on a boat. Did he? I I I must have. You're not you're not Jesus. Yeah, I I don't maybe maybe I missed that part. I do remember him sneaking onto a boat at some point, but I think. It was him and Betty, right? Oh, yeah. That was him and Betty. Yeah, that was him and Betty. Yeah. But not not his troop to America or Guatemala. Maybe, I'm, like, I'm not great with geography. So maybe Guatemala is next to Mexico. Yeah, it is. I had to bust out my map last night. I was like, wait, how is this even possible? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he walked? He walked. That man walked. <laughs> that man walked. No, he walked. He actually walked. For a man trying to hide, he walked. That. Yeah, this this movie was felt like a one eighty from Iron Man One because hmm. he was so like he was trying to suppress hmm. his emotions the whole movie, and I and it just I don't know. Hmm. It was just hard to connect with him. Hmm. Also, um. Ross is a very annoying character. <laughs> so he's way too stubborn. Yes. Yeah, he's very stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of felt like both of them were. Who was like, not stubborn in this movie? That's a bigger him. question. <laughs> Who was oh, not stubborn? Was Wait, not what? Stubborn? Yeah. Um, Dr. Samson. Yeah, that's the, true. They all boyfriend. Are. <laughs> he wasn't stubborn. Oh, you know what? Let me talk about. Oh my goodness! Let me talk about that. Yeah. Poor guy. Oh my goodness! Poor guy. Because as soon. Oh my goodness! As soon as they became reunited, her and Bruce. Right. It was like, what boyfriend do I have? It was like, yeah. and he didn't like. He was the quickest oh, afterthought guy. ever. <laughs> you know, in the comics. He, um, rebound, if he you could even call him that. hit with gamma radiation too because a Hulk villain like kidnaps him because Bruce Banner is trying to, he's getting psychological help from from the Dr. Samson. So by association, he got he turned into a Hulk creature too. So he's, he's just getting L's mm. left and right. This might be jumping the gun, but did you guys see, like, towards the end when Abomination, like, became Abomination, he, like, threw the other doctor against something, and then he started oh, yeah. to, like, transform. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what is he going with this? But then nothing yeah. really resulted after. Yeah, Rinaldi, what was supposed to happen? Okay, so Dr. Doctor Stearns, he also gets hit with gamma radiation. And becomes like super smart the way Hulk is super strong. 
But I think in the movie they changed it to where he got yeah. infected with Bruce Banner's blood. So, but he's supposed to like his head is supposed to grow like really big, like a brain, like shaped like a brain, and he's supposed to be basically like incredibly smart. <laughs> the way Hulk is like a dangerous like fighter. So I think that was more oh, of a like so a comic book yeah, nod. So he- yeah, because they yeah. wanted to do a sequel though, with with Doctor Stearns as a villain, but the legal issues got in the way with Universe with Universal, so it just became just a, a nod, mm-hmm. like a Easter egg. Yes. Yeah, well, it's good you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I could tell that. Yeah, he was affected. But I was just like, okay, well, his face is just kind of getting a little bubbly here it's, and there. It's, but it's like, gonna, what? It's gonna what mutate. Else? That was the idea. <laughs> so, like, his head was gonna grow in size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad they they had all these issues with Ed Norton and Universal because we got Mark Ruffalo. Woo, thank goodness. Save the day, baby. Will oh, he ever man, get a Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> It's like back-to-back movies mm-hmm. with where e. Terrence Howard got replaced oh. and then Ed Norton got replaced. Yes. <laughs> I'm the Incredible Main. Stop. Main time. Main time. I did um, not care at all about Betty. Facts. Facts on facts. I didn't even. A pretty face. But yeah, sorry, Fergie, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, did you guys catch um, Lou Ferrigno? His little cameo? True. Oh, yeah, he's a security guard. Yeah. True. Yeah, that was dope. Well, wait. Well, didn't. I was actually, I was actually looking at the casting. I think they. Didn't they actually use him when um he transformed into Hulk? I, I think he, they actually used they, him, no? They that, used um, Lou Ferrigno in the Avengers Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, in the not first Avengers Hulk, movie, they Hulk. used uh, Lou Ferrigno's face uh, for Hulk. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think they just yeah. digitally did, you did something. Like the CGI of, for the Hulk in this movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it I was think fair. It was it was all right. I think um yeah. there were there yeah. were some scenes in the end though it was so hard to see everything. What was that? Fergie? Oh, I yeah, I was gonna say at the end of the movie there were some scenes where it was so hard to see like everyone, like especially Abomination and Hulk, so like dark. when they're shaving like I are, is, are they getting a punch in? Like yeah, what's going was... on? Did Michael Bay direct this? Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ooh, wow. <laughs> yo, so are we going to get to a Marvel movie with the last 30 minutes? I actually could. Please. Possibly. Yes, you know what? We have you for that, man. You're yeah. tracking that so far. So far, it's it's yeah, 0 for 2. So far, 0 for 2. Yeah. It, it, it was. Abomination in the cartoon, and he was fired. <laughs> yeah. This movie, I'm like, eh. He wasn't bad, though. I actually liked him when he was a superhuman. 
That's true. He was better when he was like, a human. He just jump really high. Yeah. And run really fast. Did you see that? Looking at how he was. Dipping. I want to see him, that version of him, against Captain America. Yeah. That'd be dope. Oh. That'd be dope. Yeah. He, oh, he was out. He was exactly. <laughs> my man, my man said cross dismissed. Boom, 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 boom. He was flexing himself a little too hard because he was Yo, like, what you gonna do? And then the Hulk was like, damn. Yeah. Rob thought he was dead after that. I was like, no, no, no. Don't die like how that. Did, how did you survive that? <laughs> He got kicked so hard, and he so hit hard. that tree so hard, and he survived. Healing factor, healing factor. Yeah, healing I can tell, because, like, dang. Yeah, so. Well, that's why I thought he died, because I'm like, yo, I would die if I got kicked like that. But he has a serum, but he has a super soldier serum. Yeah. And it has a healing factor. Listen. My heart would have gave out before my body even hit anything. <laughs> well, you know what? I I hated at the very end though when Hulk was about to like give Abomination like that last blow, and Liv Tyler or Betty, whatever her name was, was like, "Don't!" I was like, oh. "What are you talking about? Don't!" Like, let him finish him. Yeah. Let's see the end of it. Right. What are you talking about? Yes. Stopping him? Yes. Yes, that's I. That's you yes. gotta go Old Testament. You gotta kill the thing. She's jumping in. Yeah, just... <laughs> right. Let's do it. Superman, she just was seven. just jumping in front of tanks, jumping in front of everybody. So I missed what happened after he he beats the crap out of this uh, out of Abomination. Puts his foot on the guy's chest, roars at the sky. Then what? What happens to Abomination? Did he just disappear? That's, that's it. He was there. Did he get arrested? Did I miss that part? They don't. They don't show. It what? They don't show. They actually reference it. He's in the field. Yeah. That he's like he's arrested. I don't know. I believe that villains should be decimated. I don't think you should save them and keep them locked up. I'm like, they're going to escape eventually. Again, Batman exception. That's the Batman exception. Which is what she, which is, is what, which is what Betty Ross is trying to I don't think it should be the Batman exception. Oh my gosh. I think, I think, I think, rule. <laughs> like, okay, not everyone needs to be murdered, but like, the longer you keep something like Abomination alive, or the guy, like, okay, he's Abomination. He just, like, I don't know, killed so many people, destroyed a whole city, and you now you want to decide that you have morals? Like, I don't know. I say kill the guy. Rob, every every time you say um, abomination, Obam- I hear Obama. Abomination. abomination. I'm like, what? <laughs> hmm. you know, between Hulk and Obamination. <laughs> <laughs> We are trying to make this country a better place. We are. And you are a menace. A uh, Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> uh, Hulk. 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 H
Obamacare is here to help. Uh, I know you're trying to find a solution. Uh, I can help. Mr. Banner. Obamacare. Obamacare. At least what were these progression issues you had? Because you were you were about to go in and this podcast. No, no, well, uh, I, yeah, so I couldn't figure out exactly what I was trying to get out earlier. The one thing that I definitely did know is that, yeah, it was the relationship between Betty Ross and Bruce Banner, that those were just like, mm-hmm. those were just like, what was that? <laughs> and it disappointed me because, you know, Edward Norton's a good actor and like, Liv Tyler, I like her, you know what I mean? I watched mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I liked her in it. She did great, you know? Um, so I was just like, yo, what happened here? I feel like it was a case of Twilight where they just like, <laughs> the ro- they couldn't really function like and come together. But I guess, yeah, I think the biggest thing was probably what I alluded to earlier is that it's just like, you're just kind of placed in the middle of a story. You don't really have too much background information. And maybe they did it that way on purpose because they're expecting um, the viewers like who are familiar with, with his character maybe, or maybe they expected, oh, the people who are gonna watch this 2008 one also watched the 2003. So they kind of have some sort of frame of reference, but it's like, okay, me personally, like I was, ne- I was never really a big Hulk fan. So if I'm coming in here, just like, hey, like, what's this about? Like, I, I think yeah. a new viewer will sh- would struggle with that. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I don't see how anybody would, because that was um that was that was Edward Norton's struggle with the whole movie was the fact that it was not an origin story. You will not fall in love with any of the characters, and you can't buy into what's happening. Because you're starting, like, you're not starting in the middle of the story. You're starting in the middle of the middle of the story. Like, he's already become Hulk. He's already struggled with the government. He's already had, like, his love interest. And he ran away for some time. So, like, you're catching him in the middle of him running away. Not at the beginning of him running away. That would have been a more interesting way to start it. Um... But he's literally like in the middle of yeah. running away, and you're you have to catch up with the movie as you're watching it. Yeah. Right. And I think that, and I think that that is okay if you wanted to start off the movie that way. Like he's on the run, you're just like, "Yo, what what's going on?" Mm-hmm. And but I think they just needed to rewind, and maybe they could have led up to like, "Okay, why is he actually running?" what's his current situation. Mm-hmm. So like if you you could use that as a device mm-hmm. if you wanted to like be like okay you see him running like okay what's happening and then you as you go on with mm-hmm. the story like they give you those scenes but it's just kind of they didn't yeah, really Yeah I agree. They, they could have did it like Batman Begins. <laughs> Cuz Batman Begins it starts with him like in another country in prison but then they go back to where his parents got killed and then as a teenager, he tried to kill the guy that killed his parents. Exactly. So they did it that way, and it was really good. So Hulk could have took the same approach. Yeah, the other thing, too, right. is that I wonder what their what their whole intention was with this movie. Because Batman Begins, for example, um, 
I don't know if uh, Christopher Nolan was banking on having that be a box office success. I think he was banking on the yeah. series. If they're coming out with this Hulk movie, are they banking on this being a series? Or do they are they just trying to do a Hulk movie? Because I think you said that they were trying to do a, a series or a part two to, to, to that movie, right? Yeah, they were trying to make it like a trilogy. Yeah. That's why they showed Dr. Stearns get infected with uh, gamma radiation. Because in the comics, he's like the Hulk's arch enemy. So in a weird way, it kind of was like Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Because, because Batman Begins, they had one villain. And then Dark Knight was the Joker, like the, the arch enemy. I see. Yeah, I, I still wouldn't have started. If if I directed this movie, and this isn't a gripe, this isn't this this isn't my 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 time. This isn't so much a gripe. But if I wrote this movie or directed this movie, I would have started at the beginning of him running away in a hiding, not in the middle of it. I would have cuz I see that they're not trying to like, okay, he's in a lab right now and he's being tested and blah. like I know that they want to do that. I get that. But put us right in the action, right at the beginning of him running away. And then you can cut back a little bit here and there. That way you don't waste time building up to that. But you want to get us right at the jump in the movie. And I feel like we had, at least for me, I had too many questions as I'm watching this movie. Like he was um, messaging this guy, uh, Mr. Blue. And you're like, I'm like, okay, who's Mr. Blue? I I know we're supposed to ask that. But like, how long has he been typing to Mr. Blue? Yeah. Who is this? Is he meant to help Mr. Blue? Is this a um, a love interest? Um, it's too many questions. And I know that movies are, are meant, or these kind of movies are meant to have you ask questions. But these are not the questions I should be asking. I think. I have a question. Then, what happened in the 2003 version of the movie? Was that a little bit of an origin hmm. story? Ever watch Flubber. <laughs> Two nights ago. <laughs> but yeah, like what happened in the so, The 30 second version is Bruce Banner's dad is an abusive guy, scientist. So he's, he's a scientist too, and he abuses Bruce. He abuses Bruce's mom, and that causes Bruce to have anger issues. So when he gets mutated by the gamma radiation, he, um, he starts to get all angry, like when he transforms, because he has daddy issues. And then it turns out his dad faked his death. And then when he realizes that Bruce Banner can transform the Hulk, he's gonna try to capture the Hulk, dissect him, so that he can become the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So that's basically the movie. Mm. And the dad creates mutant poodles to attack Betty, so that Betty can be bait in a trap that he sets for Bruce. Got you. And those mutant poodles are terrible. I hate the mutant poodles. Mutant poodles. Oh wow. Yeah, just... man. It looked like some reject villains <laughs> from like Ninja uh-huh. Turtles. Well, mm. so Eric Bana played the Hulk. I'm I'm googling it. Wow. That's crazy. Was he good? He's alright. And Jennifer Connelly? No, he was not. He I... was all day, every day. Yeah, no, no, he. I, I feel. Yeah, I would. I was. I was just about to say 
it's good that we're that we are reviewing this movie and not the one before. Oh, really? Yes, I thought the movie before this one was uh, trash. You talking about the two thousand three home? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, that movie was trash. That movie was trash. A, a solid D. Give it a solid D. Then I think I agree with you. Oh, oh I think okay. I agree with you then, Rob. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wait, B or D? Wait, I couldn't hear it. Yeah, it's a B. It's a B. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I agree with you, Rob, because I feel like we are just kind of thrown into this, um, and you at least too. Like, um, certain characters, I'm like, wait, who's that? What's their relationship to each other? Why are they acting weird towards each other? And it's confusing, especially if you're gonna change the cast basically every time you make a Hulk movie. They should have started with some sort of beginning or action sequence. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what's weird? Iron Man doesn't start in the mm. beginning. It starts with him getting kidnapped and then it flashes back mm-hmm. to the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it can be done. Well, they I'm just happy, didn't do it. Because of this... Because of this Mess up, we got Mark Ruffalo. That's this true. Is, yeah, you, <laughs> Mark, Mark. This is true. I love Mark Ruffalo, man. Mark Ruffalo's hey, the guy. But before we get to him, um, yeah, I don't know yeah, if you, yeah. I don't know if there's any other, um, any other things you want to share, or it's time for a segment that Rinaldi calls a little R and R. This is where I and Rinaldi get to uh, compare and complain about some gripes. Um, Fergie, do you have that music for me? I have, I have something I want to, I want to write a review on, on this movie. Um, my only gripe I have was Edward Norton. Not the actor. I think the actor, uh, he was not bad in general, but in this movie, the only emotion that we got from him was when he transformed and when he runs up to Betty and makes out with her. Outside of all of that, it's like he, like, I don't know. He doesn't have any emotions. He has no reactions. Uh, it's like he came from the tribe of resting face. Like, he has no emotion. Even at the end of the movie, where he is ready to jump out the plane. And then Betty's like, what are you doing? You're crazy. He's showing no signs of fear, nervousness, no nothing. It's like Bruce Banner was ready for this, and that is not Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is the opposite of everything we saw in this movie, I feel like. Because if it's Dr. Jekyll and Hyde, or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, then it's like Clark Kent to Superman. Why is Bruce Banner as brave as he is? And if he is this brave, why is he, like, why does he need the Hulk? What's, what's the difference in the personalities? That was my biggest gripe with this movie, is that throughout, we don't get to fall in love with this character, and there's no development with his character uh, throughout the movie. Um, so that's my gripe, that's my little r and Rinaldi, what do you think? Uh, I don't know what to make of Bruce Banner, and I think this character art for him it kind of reveals that Ed Norton and the director really did get along. They had issues. And you can tell that 
Like, unlike Michael Jackson, who was able to perform excellently, even if he had issues with his back of circuits, Ed Norton could not pull that off, and it felt like there was a disconnect in trying to connect with his character. So I don't know if I agree with you, Rob, because I don't know who Bruce Banner is. This is... <laughs> character uh and was not consistent and there was no character development how the character development or how there was a lack of character development that's where the difference is but i can live with that because i think you're right um he's like five people in one i think looking back at this movie though like i feel like this role is beneath him mm-hmm. like i don't know i don't see today him signing on for this yeah. type of role Ed Morton is an actor. <laughs> he's not an actor. He's an actor. He's like it's like Jared Leto. Jared Leto is an actor. And so sometimes, you know, people like that, they can't do the comic book movie. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I will add to one of the believable scenes or scenes where he did show emotion. He actually I did kind of see something when he first saw Betty, like, you know, hmm. like, she was sitting on the bench waiting for um, Samson or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, like, I was kind of convinced that mm-hmm. that one. He looked at her like, it was like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, her. Like, he had that sort of, like, expression. But then it was like, now right. you finally got Betty Ross and you can't right. function. Like, wait, what happened? I thought you were waiting for this moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's I true. just want to. So, do you like the Hulk? <laughs> do you guys, did you guys have a, a, a past? with the Hulk character, we didn't have much familiarity with Iron Man before we saw the Iron Man movie. So is it the same with the Hulk? I feel, like the I feel like it's the other way around. I think we know the Hulk going into this and then watching this movie was a huge, not a huge letdown. I don't know if people came into this expecting much, but I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't think this was supposed to be a box office hit or anything, but I also think that the Hulk is so popularly known that it's easy to mess him up. I can't remember if I've seen this movie before. I feel like I might have just once in like casually, but I think after watching this, I get the sense that this movie wasn't just meant to be a standalone, like even with Tony Stark's cameo at the end. Mm -hmm. So I think that it wasn't meant to be just standalone. Yeah. So I think after watching it, I'm like, okay, I want to see more. Um, so I don't know. I feel like it just, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think the Hulk, as a kid, for me, it was a cool character. And he's someone that I wanted to see more of. Mm. Like, more dimensions to him, more characters. And this movie did deliver that. So I guess I gotta pick up a comic book. Yeah, well, um, I don't know if there's any other things you want to, you guys want to add or anything. Um, but that's the Incredible Hulk. Uh, thank you guys for sharing. Thank you, uh, those of you who are uh, listening. Um, what, um, what's the next movie? What are we watching next? We're watching Iron Man yeah. 2? Yep. We're watching Iron Man 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. We will be doing uh, a review on Iron Man 2. So tune in on the next episode and catch you guys later.